Hello, everyone. Welcome back to episode, I want to say, 33, 34, don't know, of the Split Decision Podcast. All I know is that we are here right now live, excited, because we have a real good main event to get to this weekend. But before we do that, let me introduce my boy, PJ Katona. PJ, how we doing today? Doing well. Just got just got back from home. Um, oh, oh this look be, at that. Told you. This should be, this should be episode 35. I just... Uh, just looked, but uh, oh, I'm doing good. Good weather. Way better weather up, or I guess I should say Hello. down here. <laughs> Hold on. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I don't know if you guys heard that, but we do have the a... technology <laughs> is uh, getting me. <laughs> what up, Jake? Uh, this, you there guys, we go. I, I there we go. Uh, you can hear? Okay. Sorry. Uh, um, you guys, we are joined by a, a special guest today. It's my guy, Jake Burns, called Just in the Nick of Time. Jake, we're getting to, uh, to our intros. Uh, PJ, did you finish up? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, no, I was just saying, I was just commenting how the weather down here is way better than up uh, back well, at our home. Weather down here. How's the weather in Portland, Jake? Oh, you know, the Portlanders are, are doing great. I'm a couple hours south of Portland today. Uh, we're, we're looking nice and clear, blue sky, about 50 degrees, boys. Nice. I think, nice. Uh, cool. No snow, no snow yet. Uh, no snow yet. Let's go. Well, Jake, you want to, instead of just being, you know, just another name on the podcast, you want to tell the people how, how, we, how we met? Pretty, pretty interesting story, <laughs> I would say. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, my, my preferred way to meet other fellow good humans is, uh, is in the wild, you know, <laughs> organic and genuine. <laughs> and, uh, it, uh, you know, we were, what were we doing? We were all, uh, you know, doing our thing in Mexico, different places. And, uh, l- luckily he, before we hopped on the same flight, uh, I noticed you had a Hamzat Chimaev shirt. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just just couldn't resist. Had to had to bring up uh, bring that up on the flight, and we ended up having a you like know two hour conversation. Two hours conversation. <laughs> I think I I think I watched an entire movie segment. I think I watched like a whole movie yeah. on Netflix, and you two talked from the beginning yeah. to the end of my movie. I know, and I hate I hate those people on the plane who just yap the whole time. But like like you were saying, how <laughs> but that often, was you. How often? How often do you come across somebody with just extensive knowledge in MMA? I think I literally remember you telling me that because, and I felt I felt bad because I was like, I knew you would have loved the conversation, but like obviously yeah. it was awkward plane seating because you're tucked away in the corner. He wasn't even in the row directly <laughs> next to us. He was like, I had yeah. to like, I was like breaking my neck to talk, <laughs> but uh, it was a worthwhile conversation and which brought us all the way um, here a couple months later, live on the Split Decision Podcast. Jake, are you? as excited as we are to be talking about some combat sports today oh my gosh guys this weekend is it, christmas is coming earlier this year i oh. mean like it is card of the, card of the year uh apparently we won't won't have ufc for the next four weeks so uh, oh. yeah. we are lucky that they blessed us with with an absolute banger to end the year and i couldn't be happier <laughs> yeah, i agree i agree, I agree. but before we get into the Christmas present, that is UFC 296, I believe. Yes. Um, let's just quickly go over, I guess, what uh, happened this past weekend uh, in uh, UFC Fight Nights, headlined by Song Yadong and Chris Gutierrez. Uh, PJ, any noteworthy fights that you want to talk about before the co-main event or the main event? Um, the only one that really, I think, was noteworthy was uh, Tatsuro Taira. I I'm a butcher his oh, yeah. name the flyweight guy from japan he uh he's now 15 and 0 he made a pretty light work of carlos hernandez and uh he got a second round knockout but uh honestly besides that nothing too uh nothing too noteworthy i'd say um i really only caught the uh co-main and the main events yeah you said you caught you caught both those or did you not yeah, yeah i watched them it was I don't know. They were okay. Uh, I know that boy Sumer Darji got starched by uh, Tim Elliott yeah, on did. like five days' notice, so that yeah. was pretty cool to that see. Was cool. But besides that, loved watching Anthony Smith get knocked out. Loved every second of it. Cannot stand that man, and he couldn't take those hands from Khalil Roundtree. Uh, Jake, you happened to catch that fight this past week, and or at least a knockout um, between uh, Khalil Roundtree and Anthony Smith. Yeah, you know, all I caught was actually the highlights, and yeah, it's, it was brutal. Khalil is is an absolute killer. I um, 
and I know Anthony has struggled with guys in the past, even uh, drug addicts that break into his home. So I, I was expecting, <laughs> I was expecting the same result as everybody else, which was Khalil by Mortal Kombat finishing, and that is, is what we got. That is, what, that is <laughs> yeah. exactly what we got. Indeed. And that, yeah, they're literally like a fatality at the end, the way he was standing over him with his hammer fist raised. Uh, yeah, that that would have taken a couple years off his life oh, if I, he. Uh, I wish you would have dropped. Thrown I wish you would have dropped it so bad. Yeah. Uh, no, Roundtree just hits so hard. Yeah. Like it's he's he's a killer. Like 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 you like you said. And uh, yeah, it was weird because he like hit him, and like Smith, he didn't hit him again. Like Smith fully just wobbled backwards yeah. on his own across the entire yeah. canvas, and eventually good stoppage. Good stoppage. Yeah. Thankfully, didn't have a uh, referee Bobby Green. from Bobby Green and Jalen Turner. Uh, luckily, uh, I don't know if I'd say we were lucky. <laughs> I would have. I would have loved to see it. Would have loved to see it, but. I've- Okay. I've got a point to make. Uh, could, could you imagine if if the referee that one week earlier in Austin that almost got Bobby Green murdered, if he would have been refing that Khalil Roundtree fight, we would have seen our first death in the octagon. I, oh yeah, I mean, he, that was that was would not have been pretty to <laughs> no, say the least. Because even yeah, Anthony Smith went down way worse than Bobby Green did. Oh yeah, after. well yeah, at least you just like you knew <laughs> right when he hit the canvas, there was a zero percent chance he was. Gonna fight his gonna way fight back. anymore. Yeah. Not to mention, Khalil Roundtree would have had. I mean, with his arms, <laughs> he up, was waiting. He was probably sitting. His arm probably eight feet in the air, yeah. ready to just fully. He was waiting for Anthony Smith to lie flat on. His that back. would have knocked his lights out. Oh, percent. I would have loved it. Who does Round? Who does Roundtree fight next? Who would you guys like to see him get out? Yeah, after? I was gonna get into that. He, uh, I mean, he called for Alex Pereira, an intelligent call Ooh, out. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. Plant the seed early. Yeah, I mean yep. he's ranked. He's ranked eighth. Um, you know we got. Uh, ranked eighth. He's ranked. Damn. Yeah. That's pretty so, I mean we have what Walker and Magomed are booked. I mean you know if he really wanted to be, to if he really wanted to be a a BMF he he would he would take the fight with Alexander Rakic because Ooh, Rakic was supposed to true. fight Blahovich on two ninety seven I believe and Blaho- and Blahovich is getting surgery, and Rakic is without an opponent. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, now that I think about it, that honestly makes great sense. Yeah, because yeah, that would be in either January or February. And Khalil say, he'd Roundtree, have at least a couple months. Yeah, and, and he really he didn't look like he took too much damage in that fight as well. No. So yeah. I would like to see Rakic now that I think about it. Yeah, Rakic wow. should be good. Rakic yeah. should be good. I know Yuri was throwing his name in the hat for Rakic as well. Quick yeah. turnaround for him. But yeah. I think you can't go wrong either way with both of those names. What do you think, Jake? Any, any direction you'd like to see him go in? That is, th- those would be perfect, actually, because Yuri is an absolute savage. Uh, I believe 297 will be in Canada uh, in January. So you'd have yeah. Sean Strickland and DDP and... Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, Roundtree or Yuri. I would. Ra- you don't care about Raquel Pennington and <laughs> <laughs> Bueno Silva. Well, for, for the- you know those aren't the fights that they, they get me up in the morning. To be honest, but I agree. But I I I've fought myself not pro or anything, but amateur fights, and I I you gotta take your hat off to anyone that steps in there. I, that's, uh, what I always, that's what I always say. <laughs> I I don't like some fighters, but I I will never you know poop on them because I can't I couldn't even come close to doing what they're doing every day (laughs) there's a level of respect you gotta give and you gotta separate the personality and the gimmick to the level of dedication and how tough it is to tell hey your friends and family I'm gonna go get in locked into a cage get half naked and (laughs) get into a butt whipping contest with another human it's it's a a different type of uh, uh, pressure and and thing it does to your mind I'll say I agree I agree couldn't have said it better myself um so yeah that was a good old co-main event and then the main event uh I mean, I think it went about as expected. Song Yadon taking on Chris Gutierrez. It was supposed to be Piotr Jan, which would have been 10 times the event if it was Piotr Jan versus Song Yadon. But fortunately, we didn't get that. We got Chris Gutierrez. He's a good little fighter, but just not on the level. And I think everyone could see yeah. that he was just not on the level of a Song Yadon. Um, so I don't know. I really don't think, you know, what, is re- what does he really gain from that victory? Not much. I mean, just, you know, he put on a master class, to say the least. Obviously, Gutierrez is good, not 
you know, he he's good in a, in a division where you honestly have to be great yeah, to even be I in like the top that. ten. You know, there's some divisions in this in the UFC. You know, maybe you can just be good and get in the top ten. I mean, you have to be great in the to add 135 pounds if you want to make the top ten. And Yadong, I would say, is great, and I would really really like to uh, see them get the Yan versus Yadong uh, fight rebooked. Hopefully, I think it would be a, just a. I mean, I would assume just a traditional kickbox. I mean, I, I guess they both have pretty solid ground game as well. But, yeah. I mean, two of the better boxers in that division. It would be a, just a great mixed martial arts yeah. contest as a I whole. Agree. What, do, what do you think? Uh, did you catch that one at all, Jake? Or, or what do you make of Song Yudong and, and kind of his track record in UFC so far? Uh, yeah, he is. He is. He's very impressive. I, I was going to ask for some help from you guys because I didn't get to see that fight. Did he win by decision or did he finish him? Or Yeah, he, yeah. 50... 50-45 and the 50-44. Just every every round he was yeah, pretty clear, much clear, clear decisive clearly victor, ahead, yes. Yeah, in every round. Okay. And how about Jan? How come he pulled out? Was it injury or illness? Or yeah, what? Was I, it injury? I, I, I don't remember. Injury, I want to say, I don't know. It's usually like a That was or honestly something. quite a bit ago that happened. Yeah, it, it was a while. Because that, that fight, that, this fight night was originally supposed to be scheduled for Singapore. Uh, no, Shang, I think Shanghai. Shanghai, Shanghai. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so, what I thought. Yeah, yeah. somewhere. Oh, so yeah, somewhere across the seas, and obviously you, especially uh, with Pyotr Jan being from Russia and that not being too far from China, um, that would have drew in a massive audience. I feel like those two fighting, but Chris Gutierrez versus Song Yudong. I don't think I'm fight, uh, flying over. You know, thirty-two fighters across the world to. Uh, to, to go fill an arena yeah, with that. No, that made sense. That made sense. You know, uh, you know, I actually saw Dana get asked about it, and he made it seem like something changed. Uh, he wouldn't elaborate at all, but they had to change the card. I don't think it was because of, oh, you know what? He didn't say enough. But it, it, the, the feeling I got when someone asked him why they moved the card, now that I remember, it was that it, something happened over there, and that's all he said. Mm. So I, it could have been the yawn pullout, and it just wasn't... Um, business-wise going to be as profitable for them but but i don't know some it seemed like it was something else that he didn't want to divulge <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 dana's very uh dana's, dana's very savvy when it comes to what he says at press conferences i think yeah uh, that's what makes him one of the best <laughs> as long ones. as he's not talking about oscar de la Hoya. <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> true <laughs> so, that's actually so bad that's funny Oscar. Oscar was in some trouble not, not too long ago. With he gets in battles with his own fighters. So like, yeah, he's goofy. Yeah. Did you see yeah. what was happening with him and Ryan Garcia? It was pretty crazy. A little. The conference press conference was pretty awkward. I, yeah. I got to admit. For yeah, yeah. Uh, it made me a little uncomfortable. Did you see oh, that? Man, these guys I, yeah. Are... <laughs> I, I saw clips of it and I yeah. was I was a little confused. So basically, like, uh, Oscar De La Hoya and. Bernard Hopkins, two you know world class boxers in their mm -hmm. own right, Hall of Famers. They're they're like they run uh, Golden Boy Promotions, which is the the promotion that Ryan Garcia is under. And basically, like there's always been kind of an iffy relationship between Ryan and Oscar. Um, and basically, Ryan felt as if like they were picking opponents um, that were like tailor made to beat him. Um, and like basically, he felt like the promotion was against him, you know. Um, so he was kind of like calling him out live at the press conference, you know, like being like, you know, I, I don't know why you guys, I don't know. He was basically just calling him out and it was really weird because it's like, imagine like, and especially because he's like their one star boxer right now. And yeah. Like, imagine Connor going up to the mic and like, you know, just basically trashing Dana and being like, why are you putting me in these fights that yeah. I don't need to be no, in? No, I saw a couple of clips of it. I didn't know the whole, until now, I didn't really know the context behind yeah. it, but that makes, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So it was, Interesting. It was real weird. And then he ended up winning. And then there's a clip that resurfaced later of Oscar talking to the guy that, um, that Ryan beat. And basically, he was telling him that, like, you know, we were all rooting for you, basically. Really? Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, no. yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Someone had a camera where they apparently shouldn't or he didn't know there was supposed to be one and they caught that so crazy that's crazy good good job oscar you'll probably lose ryan garcia soon and then golden boy will fold because no one likes him i mean he used to have canelo and canelo all canelo yeah. can do is talk um talk about you know how terrible he was uh, but yeah that's enough oscar talk for today better in the ring than <laughs> better in the ring than he is behind the podium and i say uh yeah. 
Um, I say we just move on to what what the people are are really itching for, and that's UFC 296 this weekend. I mean, I don't really know where do you guys want to start on this. I mean, it's pretty stacked top to bottom. Yeah. But, uh, and I mean, Jake, Jake, anything that I don't know if you got the fights pulled up. Anything that catches your eye in the early prelims, prelims? Oh my goodness, any and all. I uh, the. What is it? Cody Garbrandt and Brian Kelleher fighting. Yeah. And um, that's just an interesting one. Cody's a fan favorite, very beloved by my many, you know, and um, trying to come back off of quite a few, quite a few losses. I think he may have won one of his last fights. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. But trying he, to get back in, into the prominence there, maybe try to make another title run if he can. Right. Um, yeah. um, to kind of tie in Song Yudong as well, because I, I went on a tangent there and I apologize, but uh Song Yudong beat up Ricky Simone in his last fight before winning last weekend. Uh Ricky Simone is a Vancouver, Washington native. I've actually fought on the same amateur MMA cards as Ricky Simone. Really? Um, Wow. So, so, you know, always try to catch his fights. And and I was very impressed with with Song's stand-up there uh, because Ricky's very good everywhere. Um, mm-hmm. and, and he's just, he's, he's beat, uh, and to tie this all together, Brian Kelleher was beaten up by Ricky Simone. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I have a feeling this, this, that would be a good scrap there. That, yeah. That's one that's definitely going to get overlooked, but Cody being a former champion and, and big fan favorite, I think that could be a good scrap, uh, that no one's really hyped about because there's just yeah. 10 other fights that are just absolute <laughs> yeah. to be bangers. honest until i pulled up topology i literally didn't even know cody garvin was fighting this weekend huh. did you well, know that yeah i, <laughs> do. I, I love Co- I'm, I'm rooting for cody i really hope he wins yeah kelleher said he uh he wants to uh I can't remember his exact words. Something like bring the dog back out of Cody Garbrandt and have a war. I don't think that's. Po- I don't think it's possible to have wars with Cody Garbrandt. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. He, I don't think a war can happen because either Cody's gonna put you to sleep or you're probably gonna hit Cody one time and he's he's going down. But uh, yeah, we also. Um, who else is on this card? Oh, there's one thing I want to say. We Randy Brown's on the pre- on the prelims. Alonzo Manyfield versus Dustin Jacoby. Yeah, I think man. that'll be a pretty solid fight. Uh, in light heavyweight, Jacoby's pretty. He's one of the, I would I don't know if a fan favorite, but every time I feel like I watch him, something something crazy happens. Um, but then to uh, what's it called? The main event of the prelims, you know, the headliner. We have Irene Aldana versus Carol Rosa. Aldana, her last that was her last fight, right against um, yeah against against Nunes. Yeah. yeah, that sleeper of a fight. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, it was just a lopsided fight. <laughs> I thought she was a lock. Oh my god. You didn't actually think that one was a lot, did you? You didn't think that one. There's no way. You see that little, you see that little flag next to her name? I agree. When I see that, I think automatic. I get, I get that, but there's no way you thought she was going to win that. Uh, good for her. She caught her on an off night. Nunez did, but yeah. whatever. Um, but, but yeah, that'll be that'll be fine. I'm sure it'll be a good fight. But really, at the main card of the prelims now, or yeah, the main event of the prelims, I should say, well, no. Won't that get moved? It was supposed to be Emmett versus Mitchell, but now that Ian Gary Ugh. sucks, uh, yeah. we're going to be, yeah, we're going to see Emmett versus Mitchell be the start of the main card. Yeah. I mean, oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. I was wondering what they were going to do there. I'm, I would be very surprised if they didn't put Cody and Kelleher as the main, but I, I see the order. It, it doesn't look like it is. Yeah. So that that, would that be, is pretty as surprising of, to me. As of right now, yeah, it's, yeah. it's Emmett and Mitchell. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. Cody being I don't I'd be happy either way. I love Cody, but I think this is actually pretty in- interesting fight here. Just based on the 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 bet the betting odds um with Emmett Emmett coming in as a mat like a I wouldn't say massive, but a pretty big underdog. He's plus one eighty five against oh, Bryce Mitchell. I think that's uh oh, easy whoa. money to be honest. I might I'll probably throw Intr- a little shatter on Emmett. It's interesting. Um yeah, Mitchell obviously he just got a win versus Dan Ige, is that how you say yeah. it? I never, I'm always scared to say it. His name, I don't want to say it. But uh, yeah, so I guess we might as well get right into uh, prediction and analysis. It seems like you kind of were leaning in a particular way oh, already. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Emmett versus Mitchell, what's your uh, what's your taking prediction on that on that fight? On Emmett versus Mitchell, um, I don't know. I think Bryce Mitchell against people he has the ability con- to control. I mean, he got that, like, farm... What do they call it? Farm strength or whatever? Yeah. I mean, yeah, he, he's definitely a lot stronger than you would think he would be, but, I he's mean... He's a skinny dude, but, like... Yeah, yeah, but, like, look at Josh Emmett, bro. Like, 
That guy is this a... is polar. Like in terms of bot, like just yeah. builds polar opposite <laughs> human beings from a, from a looks like exactly. just from based on their looks. Uh, I just don't. I don't think Bryce. I think it'll. I think it could go similar to the uh, Tapuria fight for Bryce Mitchell, um, where you know he's kind of searching for takedowns because he can't really sting the guy on the feet. Uh, as we could saw, as we saw in uh, Emmett's last fight, where he did get dominated by Taporia, he yeah. uh, could he ate everything. Somehow he stayed in the fight for all five rounds. Yeah, he's not bright. Uh, I don't see any scenario where Bryce Mitchell knocks like you know yeah, knocks him, him down or uh, at least hurts him on, on the th- feet. Yeah, I don't think he could hurt him on the feet. So, and I think bright or Josh Emmett's a good enough wrestler where he could you know at least if he does go to the ground. Uh, not getting himself into positions for him to get submitted, uh, especially with Bryce Mitchell coming in on short notice. I don't know personally. I, I I'm I'm leaning more towards Josh Emmett, and I might go. You know, I think he could really hurt. Jo- I think he could hurt Bryce Mitchell on the feet too. I might go like third round TKO Josh Emmett. Oh well, I'll save my analysis. I was going to also say Josh Emmett third round TKO because <laughs> like like you said, I feel like there's going to be at least a. A point in the fight where it gets to the ground, but like you said, I, f- I feel Emmett's pretty solid. His only submission loss in his career is to Yair, and that's just because Yair he, starched him on the on the feet, which he, Bryce Mitchell is not going to be doing. No. And if that happens, wow. Yeah. Then, I know nothing about this yeah, sport. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. What do you think, Jake? You got any uh, further analysis or a, a different prediction than, than me and PJ? Uh, well, gentlemen, I, I am just here to take part, not take over, but <laughs> I, I, I got to... I got to say, those are pretty spot on if I was to be a betting man, but uh, you got to give Bryce Mitchell the the waves of steel, right? He took it, <laughs> uh, a couple of days notice, right? So g- good on him, but I, I don't see any way he wins. Um, uh, Josh Emmett's just been around. And he's so tough. Uh, I For the fun of it, I will say he will pick him apart on the feet and get the actual submission because of damage wow. done on the feet i like that I which like which can happen it you does, know? Yeah, it does. Yeah, i, I yeah. can so see yeah, it happen for sure, for sure i mean that's what tapudia did to to bryce mitchell he yeah. messed him up on the feet pancaked yeah. him got him with the head and arm triangle that happens all the time yeah. tapudia yeah. is a killer oh, tapudia is so he's, tough he's, 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 future champ i fear you fear you fear you fear happens in february <laughs> i don't know about in february i'm i <laughs> wouldn't be upset. I would be a little bit for Mr. Volk, but we'll get to that at a different time. But uh, yeah, yeah. Taporia will at one point strap it around and himself. And it's gonna I look think. so sick when he when he does. I know oh, he's so. You know him pulling up at the press conference with the belt around his he's shoulder. Sick. Oh, don't get me going right now. You can't talk about that, man. Uh, anyways, but, all right, we got it. Yeah, I think we're all three and zero here for Josh Emmett to Maybe, start, and he's a plus one eighty five underdog. That's right. what I'm saying, people. I would take a serious look at that. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't be. Uh, nah, I would be surprised if Bryce Mitchell makes us all look stupid. I'd be a little salty too. Um, but the one fight that I really just do not want to predict <laughs> uh, really scares me to predict this one. It is the return of El Cucuy, Tony Ferguson versus Patty the Batty Pimblet. Tony Ferguson currently riding not a one, not a two, not a three, but a six-fight losing streak? A six-fight losing streak. One fight away from tying BJ Penn for the longest losing streak in UFC history. Uh, Jake, I'm sure you're probably a little bit more familiar with uh, Tony Ferguson's win streak than we are i mean you were watched you were you were a fan of the game uh way longer than we than we have been so you know you growing up watching uh uh tony ferguson what was that like and how does it compare to you know the tony ferguson we see today oh sure tony is um Tony holds a Tony holds you know uh, as a not to date myself but I've I've been watching UFCs uh since 46 damn chemo <laughs> Kimo Leopold versus Ken Shamrock. Wow. <laughs> wow. And, um, you know, yeah, uh, I got to admit, Tony Ferguson, you know, he's one of those guys that's just um, an absolute killer, an absolute dog, very entertaining, very unique. Um, I, I'm, I'm biased. You know, I, I've i seen it. And you think about his losing streak. It is absolute Hall of Famer after mm-hmm. murderer that's after true, Hall of true. Famer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I, I'm, I'm biased. I'm going with Tony. He's got, he's got David Goggins in his corner. I, I think I like that. Um, I think those. I think if, if he, if he walks out with them, I mean, can you imagine what he's gonna be saying oh to him before God. he goes in the oh, octagon? <laughs> Oh no! I'm, I'm ready chills. to go right now. I'm about I'm about to start running through walls right now. I'm ready, I'm ready for Tony. I can, we we've it's convinced Tony. ourselves like eight times. No, it's not Tony. eight, but like four times in a row, he's gonna get it done, and he just hasn't. But it's Tony time. It is Tony time. Oh no! Yes, bro. Hey, we all know Patty is not Justin Gaethje, Michael Chandler. That's true. He is nowhere near any of these savages. No, no, no. Nate he, Diaz, any of them. No, it he's is, no Oliveira um, or Dariushi. Oh, either. no, for oh, sure. Man. No shame in those losses. No, no shame. No. The no. Bobby Green one's no. a little... That's when I was yeah. like, all right, that's the only non-potential Hall of Famer he probably lost to. But Bobby's a pretty... I mean, he's, he's crafty. A, guy he's crafty. Of, he gave Fazia of a fight. He's crafty. Know? Um, and I remember you pointed out when that fight had happened that Tony was winning that fight up until he got eye poked, you know, so I mean, maybe was, he was too tough for his own good. It sometimes. was the first round. Yeah. But man, I love, man, the, when he hops on the mic, he's one of the most underrated people on the mic. I mean, he, the way he delivers lines, like he, he says stuff and you, and you feel like he means every single word about it. So I don't know if you guys caught, I'm sure you, you did PJ. I don't know, Jake, if you caught the clip of him talking about, uh, Patty unfollowing him. He's like, this dude's worried worried about me and yep. uh, blocking him on Instagram. He's like, he's like, what's gonna happen when I cut him open? What's gonna happen when he when I make him see his own blood? I'm I like, oh that. man, Tony, Tony's so good. He gets you fired up, man. <laughs> he gets me fired up. And then Goggins in the corner. That's gonna be. Sick. I almost hope that Patty dominates him for the first two rounds. So I see Goggins get in the cage, hype him up, <laughs> unleash the beast on him. <laughs> Oh, man. Maybe Goggins. Maybe Goggins says, "Tony, you get out," and Goggins goes after him for the third round. <laughs> tag team, go, a little tag team match. That'd be great. No, Tony's. Come on, he's got to get it done. Was that your prediction? What's your? Ah, uh, wait. What was? Did you give one yet? I can't. I can't. <sighs> I'm telling you, I, I literally can't. Well, you know what my heart's thinking, but if we're just gonna oh. go, if we're just gonna go with a straight up prediction here, I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm just gonna. I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to go. Patty oh. Pimlet by. Uh, I'm gonna have to go. Th- I. I th- <laughs> I'm thinking third round finish or or UD. Choker he, UD. Yeah. Oh, I would hate to see that Tony get I'm controlled. Gonna, yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna have to just go unanimous decision. I don't want to see Tony get finished. But don't get me wrong, I pray on everything I'm completely wrong with this selection. I really hope Tony can get it done, but if we're going just based on my prediction, what I feel is going to happen, I'm going to go Patty by unanimous decision. Mm. So I I know we struggle a lot when Connor, you know, his name comes up, and, you know, I have to believe that he'll win any single fight that he'll ever Because well, he is. Be. I would agree. Um, but I didn't think—I think Tony— Tony can just—he convinces me in, like, a heartbeat that he could actually win, which is, uh, you know, clearly has not worked out the last six times that he's gone out there. But, I don't know. I think I I think I, I have—do I have to roll with him? Oh, man. I think Patty might think this fight's going to be easier than what it is. Well, he already said it's a lose-lose for him. Yeah. You know, if he wins, everyone's like, okay, you're supposed to. He loses. He's literally—he's yeah. literally getting cut. I think he might think that he just—I think— if Tony, I think if he could, if Tony can take Patty's best shots, and you know, I think he, I think he can get into Patty's head a little bit with that. I don't think I've never seen Patty really deal with adversity that well in a fight. And I think if if Tony Ferguson can kind of bring that to him, then I think yeah. he might be able to get him. Maybe, maybe. All right, so I, I'll go Tony. I'll go Tony. Just go Tony and Tony. Let's just go Tony UD. I just hope he gets. The, I just hope that the next time I check tapology, it is not five L's in his last five. Yep. Only no. four. I really, really hope you're correct. I hope I'm dead wrong. I, I, I'm really, I'm really rooting for this one. But uh, you know, and well, this. Well, do you think what the loss this is the last time we see him? Ah, uh, is he like if it's up to Tony? I, I would probably say no. I think he would just want to keep fighting. But I don't, I don't even know who you can give him after this. 
No, I really don't. It would have to be like Jim Miller at UFC 300. That'd be the only thing. That makes, that'd be great. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. I'm not going to lie. It wouldn't make sense. Or if he wins nope. this. I say no. I think this, is, this isn't his last one. You don't think so? No. I don't think so either. I don't either. think so either. I don't think nope. so. Uh, and I think if he wins, what kind of spot does that put him in? I mean, Patty's not ranked, but he's a name. Probably Makachev. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Give him a shot. Um, I don't know. We'll, we'll yeah, let's say, let's not there. let's yeah let's let's hope we get there. Tony's first. gonna get it done. Let's do it. I, Al Kukui's back. You know what a W that would be for the MMA community. Oh my god. I mean, I think. I think that'd be one of the that'd be one of the moments of the year for anyone sure. Anyone that's not from England, is they from have, Liverpool. Directly. From Liverpool, they have to be rooting for Tony. I would say it's like almost ninety percent, maybe eighty percent mm-hmm. people are going to be rooting for Tony in this fight. I'm just excited to hear the Tony. It's gonna be fun. Oh man! It's gonna be fun. Goggins next to him walk. Oh come on! Bro. Like that we have David Goggins, and then we have Donald Trump yeah. also walking. We used to have celebrities coming out to this. Yeah. It's gonna be a sick event. You know that? Yeah, that place is gonna be stacked. Where's it at again? Oh, it's in Las Vegas it's as Vegas well. Too. Come on, that place is gonna be packed with celebrities. So you're going, Tony UD. I'm going Patty UD. Jake, you're going Tony as well. Jake, what do you got? Oh boys, we're we're turning back the clock today. We're bringing yep. back, we're bringing back shades and blades. Shades and We've blade. got goggins in the corners. <laughs> Listen, guys, Tony is to use his own words, he's gonna turn Patty into a ketchup sandwich. Oh I yeah, yeah, he did say that. <laughs> Patty <laughs> likes to grapple. Patty, you're right, Roman. Patty does not has not dealt with adversity. Nothing universe worlds different from anything Tony's experienced. Yeah. I gotta admit, uh, Tony is gonna get it done. And it's probably not going to be submission. It's probably going to be cutting him up so bad that oh. doctors may have to stop it. Doc- I don't Ooh. think doctor stoppage. stoppage. I don't think that's ever been predicted on the. That platform. would be phenomenal. <laughs> that would be. Crazy. You know, like me, we are, we are, like me and Patty, we're very pale skinned. You breathe on us, we will bruise, we will cut, and, uh. and Tony has got the blades in his elbows. I'm going, Tony. Let's go. Doctor stoppage. <laughs> Let's Brutal. go. He's, he's, yeah. Let's go. I like it. Goggins will put him up. Goggins is going to put him on his shoulders, and the world, the MMA world, will be set right again. That is so, man. That would be the greatest. That You can't end a year, but like the last event of the year, the year cannot end better. No, I could see the edit right now. Then El Kukui going into 2024 with the victory under his belt. I could literally see the Instagram real edit right now. Goggins, <laughs> Goggins in the corner hyping up Tony, getting his hand that's, raised. That's oh, awesome. man, that'd be sick. Knock on wood. Praise be to the Lord that that happens. Um, and I'm also going to be praying for our next fight, our next fighters on the card. Steven Wonderboy Thompson taking on the young, undefeated Shavkat Rachmanov. I mean, similar to Tony versus Patty, we got an old head going on against fresh blood in the UFC. Although I would say Shavkat Rachmanov is about 10 times the talent that Patty Pimblett is. 100%. 100%. So, uh, Yes. You know, I'll, I'll let PJ you you take the lead on this one. Uh, what what are you what are your thoughts on the fight? You know, it's like like, like you said, it's a young uh, young up and comer versus an old head. I think Stephen Thompson, he doesn't fight quite like you know the average forty year old. Mm-hmm. I would say I'd still say I mean he just fought Kevin Holland and he he looked fast, kickboxed yeah the head off yeah. him. I mean he looked he looked phenomenal. Um, there's a crazy part of me that really wants to say that Wonder Boy is going to win this fight, but oh, I mean, I just watched Shavkat's fight against Jeff Neal, and the thing here is, Jeff Neal landed. I think I saw two, two head kicks that hit Shavkat. That I just don't know if he's he's taking. I think Shavkat lacks a little bit of defense sometimes. Mm-hmm. I think he tends to keep his hands down. I, I think, you know, he has that unbeatable aura. He kind of thinks that, like... Yeah, you know. and it makes sense. I mean, he's got all the confidence in the world, as would I, if I was 17 and I was 17 mm-hmm. finishes. But I, I, there are a couple holes in his defense, at least, that I saw in the Jeff Neal fight. And maybe knowing that Steven Thompson's arguably the best kickboxer in this division's, you know, history, one of the best, I would say, at least in the past, you mm-hmm. know, whenever. I mean, maybe he'll of have all a little time. Bit... One of the best kickboxers of yeah, all time. Yeah, yeah, I would say. Um, maybe he'll have a better game plan going into this one. To be honest, it didn't really look like he had a game plan going into the Jeff Neal fight. It looked like he was just going out there to Find just hurt him. Just, 
And he just finds ways to finish dudes, man. And uh, Tony or Stephen Thompson's not someone who's been finished an awful lot in his career. No, only once. Only once. Um, but unfortunately, I mean, I think I used all my craziness in predicting the Tony versus yeah. Patty fight. And I mean, 17 and 0, 17 finishes. I mean, that's pretty much unheard of, especially at the elite level that you know Shavkat's been fighting at since he's been in the UFC. I mean, to finish guys. Like Jeff Neal, like Neil Magny, I mean, back to back to back, just finding ways to, you know, get get it done within the distance. Um, I think he finds, I think, I think he becomes the second guy to, to finish Steven Thompson. I mean, he's a smart fighter. I think what differentiates him with, with, with guys like Hamza is like Hamza, you know, he has all the skills, but sometimes he just doesn't, you know, have the game plan down. Um, and I don't, I, 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 I think Shavkat's someone who, like, he knows exactly where. He can hurt you, and, uh, you know, he'll find a way to get the fight there. And I, I, I don't see him entertaining a fight with Stephen Thompson on the feet at all, honestly. Yep. I, I think he, he drags him down as fast yeah. as he can, and I don't think Stephen Thompson can handle him once he gets there. Yeah. But uh, what do you think, Jake? What, what are your thoughts on the fight? I think that is not amateur. That is professional analysis by you two because <laughs> I have watched the, the exact same things. But uh, it's tough because... Shavkat, I don't think he wants to. He doesn't want to stand and make a kickboxing fight. He will. I don't know that he eats those head kicks from Wonder Boy. If it's a question mark kick and acts, I mean, he he might actually get get uh, done in if he if he is not able to get it to the ground. I don't think it's as big of a lock as the negative six fifty will show. Yeah. Um, I'm very impressed with Shavkat. And he stays calm, and he is very tough. Uh, which what I noticed with Hamza, just to make the comparison, because of the undefeated, just absolute savagery of both of them, Hamza will get a little emotional, and he'll mm-hmm. he'll be a little more of a gunslinger in there. Mm-hmm. And um, I see Shavkat, um He's got to get to the ground. I, I think he gets to the ground. He gets it done. But if it's you know if Wonder Boy Wonder Boy is not traditionally the easiest guy to take down either, but. Um, that's absolutely where Shavkat gets it done. I will predict Shavkat to win by submission, but man, Wonder Boy, I like the OG. I, I like the older guys. I just, you know, by nature, got to go with the older guys. But Shavkat is, um, he is that guy. He 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 just has to make sure he doesn't try to kickbox with him for three three five minute rounds. Mm-hmm. I don't think it, it. That's where the it could get dicey for him. I think because as you said, PJ, that was exactly what I thought. Jeff Neal hit him a lot. Like mm-hmm. a lot, yeah. No, and Neil hits hard you don't too. Want to eat. He does, he does, and and you know what's what's so impressive is the fight before that. Sean caught ragdolled Neil Magny and choked him unconscious in like the second round. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. so- uh, I, Shavkat by by submission third round. Mm, I like it. I'm going. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Shavkat by by second round mm-hmm. sub. Although I seriously would not be surprised. I mean, I would be surprised and probably lose my mind if if Wonder Boy caught him. But kicks him. I won't be super surprised. I just I I I see a couple openings that in in his defense. Spinning wheel kick. That'd be. Um, <laughs> imagine they're like in the clinch, like in the clinch up against the fence, Breaks and then up. just like half an inch break up, and he just wheels out the front. Oh my god! Flatlines him. That'd be. There it is. My jaw would drop. <laughs> imagine we get a Wonder Boy and Tony victory on this card. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh my god! I think Dana. Dana be so pissed. Get Connor but, out there while you're at it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm going Shabcat second round sub. What do you? What, what's I'm your gonna. Final? I'm gonna. I'm gonna follow that same that same prediction i'm gonna go second round sub although i will say stephen thompson will have at least a moment in this fight i think so i he think will... he's gonna i think he's gonna hit him i think he might wobble him it's just like you like jake said he has <coughs> his composure when he gets hit he it's 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 pretty it's pretty yeah it's pretty great like when he got stung bad he got dropped by jeff neal but you wouldn't he finished yes. him in that same exact round yeah. that he got dropped you know so shavkat's a warrior Dude's he's tough. a warrior dude is tough and, uh, you know, I mean, and if he does get the victory, you think, I mean, I know Bilal's next in line, unfortunately, um, but you think, you know, he he can afford to just, you know, sit on a spot, wait till... Who, Wonderboy or Shotcut? Oh, I think Stephen Thompson wins? Don't fight. Don't fight until you get that title shot. Well, he Stephen already Thompson. said that's what he wants, yeah. and I think rightfully, I think yeah. rightfully so, but yeah, I mean, I... 
I've been really wanting to see Bilal versus Rachmanov. I think everybody just wants to see Bilal fight anybody that's not for the title, yeah, which literally. is funny. But, like, <laughs> that's such a great fight to make. That's, uh, I, I don't know. I say they just make Steven Thompson fight uh, Luke again and then just put in Bilal versus Shavkat. That's, I saw somebody yeah, say yeah, that. Yeah. That'd be great. But yeah, yeah. I think at Stephen Thompson's age, I think, like he said, he's yeah. he doesn't have too many left. And, you know, if he wins this fight, I think he has a phenomenal argument to yeah, get, to think, get one, another title shot. I think this is putting in his chips all in for the last time. And he time. said himself, he's setting an example for yeah. all the older guys. You know, there's a lot of older guys um, that don't necessarily want to fight up-and-coming. DP. Pro I was going to say I don't want to single anyone out individually, but... For example, somebody like a Dustin Poirier who's been around so long and only fought, you know, Hall of Fame level, you know, warriors in the cage and now doesn't really want to go down in the rankings and defend his spot. Steven Thompson, I think he's he's setting a phenomenal example for, of what I think, you know, veterans should be doing in the future. Mm -hmm. It might not be the prettiest for them. They might get might get murked, yeah. but I do respect him. At least you can say you fought the best at all times of your Indeed. career. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Absolutely. My uh. My as PJ says, my heart will be with Stephen Thompson, but my gut will be with Shavkat Rachmanov, and my brain, and pretty much every other part of my body as well. I will. <laughs> I'm yeah. I'm feeling Shavkat Rachmanov through and through, which is why he's a minus six hundred or whatever. Um. But yeah, and then we'll finally get into the main event and co-main event Two the co-main event shockingly is probably one of the least talked about fights on this main card um it is a flyaway title fight between alexandre pantoja versus brandon roy val brandon raw dog roy val um oh. roy val who has his last loss was against uh alexander pantoja two years ago and Pantoja has been riding a four-fight win streak. Um, about even money. I see uh, uh, Pantoja, slight favorite, minus 175. Roy Val, plus 145 on topology. I don't know, PJ. Do you—I do you, I hate asking this question because it's kind of unfair to the fighters, but do you care who wins this fight? I honestly, I kind of do. I, I Pantoja's, you know, he's kind of he's kind of grown on me. Just how exciting he does fight. He really excited. is. Like he's just They're, he's. You have to watch him, especially after the last fight with, with yeah. Moreno. I mean, that was that was awesome yeah. when he came back in twenty twenty two and he beat Alex Perez. I think yeah, in in about two a couple. Minutes. Yeah, I two, just I watched that whole fight like while we were setting up. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I I actually rewatched the first time. Um, Roy Val and Pantolo yeah, fought in yeah. the Apex, and it was a pretty interesting fight. But, yeah, honestly, I'm really rooting for Pantoja. I, I really do like him. I think in terms of an entertainment perspective for the division, not that Roy Val is not entertaining, but I think Pantoja is just about guaranteed fireworks every mm -hmm. time, you know, he steps in the octagon. He's going straight at you, trying yeah. to finish you any way he can. I mean, and he seems to be, I don't want to say it, but he seems to be almost unfinishable. I mean, he hasn't been finished once in his career, and he, I mean— he was marching forward against Brandon Moreno, which I don't really think, besides Davis and Figueredo, who even didn't, didn't even get the best of Moreno. Got finished twice. Not finished twice, yeah. yeah. Didn't even get the best of Moreno in, in the end. I mean, he's the only guy that can say they went toe-to-toe -to -toe with Brandon Moreno. I mean, surely we see that fight again eventually, huh? What? Moreno versus Pantoja, you would think. An another one, yeah. yeah I thought yeah. you were saying the number five versus... Oh, a number yeah. five for Vicky and Moreno. Oh. That'd be great. Just let him do a best of seven. Yeah, why not? Why not them? <laughs> but uh, no, um, you know, I want to get right into my prediction because I've I've been waiting. I've had mine. Um, I uh, honestly think it's honestly going to go very similar to the last fight. I do think Roy Val's gotten quite a bit better, but I think the pace that Pantoja is going to put on him, I think, is even if he gets caught, his chin is his yeah, chin's incredible. Was, yeah. Ground game is impeccable. I'm going to go. Pantoja and still third round sub. Um, I think the first two rounds are going to be fireworks, a lot of exchanges, but I think eventually Pantoja's game plan is to get his back once again. And I think it honestly ends very similar to the first fight. And I'm going to go Rival, or not Rival, Pantoja third round um, submission. Um, for much of that same logic, I, I would agree with you. I'm also going to lean towards. Uh, Pantoja, and I'm going to go second round. I think second round sub. I think the pace is, like you said, I think the pace is going to be too quick. And I think he could sting Roy Val a little bit more on the feet than Roy Val could take. 
Wouldn't be surprised he gets the knockdown, transitions to the rear naked, gets him in the second round. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But Mr. Uh, amateur MMA, what was your record, by the way, Jake? It was pretty decent. I remember you telling me. Uh, yeah, uh, nine and four. Nine and four. Nine and four. We'll take that win percentage. Yep. Sixty. Uh, was that a little, yeah. little, a little over? A little, little under seventy, I would yeah. say. Uh-huh. I don't know my mental math. At That's better than the karate hottie. Uh, hey, I won more than I lost. <laughs> yeah, that's hot. Yeah. No, nine out of 13 is about 60, 69%. Yeah. 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 What, were you, solid. what were you, a, a 135 or 145? Right? 69% of the time, it works all the time. <laughs> well, no, you talking about? Um, <laughs> well, he, he said the winning percentage is 69%, and I had to, I had to give my uh, little amateur comedic hour here. Uh, <laughs> it's fair. Back to your question. Back to your question. <laughs> what was your question? <laughs> what uh, what weight class did you win sixty nine percent of your fights? Oh at? yeah, I I I fought uh, at one forty five, uh, walking in naturally without cutting any weight, and then eventually, you know, uh, some of these big wrestlers got me a couple a couple little chokes and uh, went down to thirty five. Little weight bullies, a little bit, little Makachevs, couple Makachevs, yeah. couple oh, Makachevs, yeah, couple Dagestani's a, got man. you. <laughs> Well, a a monster-headed Mexican by the name of Joaquin Rodriguez was cutting from like 170 or so to 145, um, and I gotta tell you, it was a it was a good fight, man. I dropped him. I couldn't finish the guy. He was too tough. I put him down a couple times. You know, wow. Good battle. Oh man, yeah, he was. He he had it, man. You know and, those uh, Mexicans don't go down. Roman says they got the the Mexican no, chin. No. They don't go down. Mexican fighting spirit, bro. It's impossible. <laughs> That's awesome. Which is actually a good segue to my prediction for the fight. I'm, uh, to be honest, I'm very bummed that the Tijuana Tornado Brandon oh, Moreno is not in a flyweight title fight. I but know. That's crazy. I agree. Ab- yeah, he's just great. But I got to give it to the Brazilian Pantoja. He's he's uh he's pretty tough. I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say third round TKO for him. Mm, I like it. I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah. Um, Roy Val, great little fighter, but you know. I think uh, Pento has pretty much the advantages almost everywhere, so wouldn't be surprised he gets it done. And uh, you guys kind of hyped me into actually caring about this fight. I'm not gonna lie, because otherwise I would have just been like whatever. <laughs> flyweight, even if you don't know, yeah, the it's names, gonna be exciting. Flyweight's always awesome because they can, like yeah. you say, rarely can they ever have the power to knock each other out. Yeah, be, but they just have. Infinite. They all have Colby Covington and Nate yeah. Diaz cardio and pace, which is yeah. the, it's, it's fun to watch. Flawless technique. The tech, yes. Yeah. So yeah, it, yeah, it'll be a great fight for yeah. sure. Um, but now, to the fight that PJ's been looking forward to for quite a while now his favorite fight one of his favorite fighters has been hand wrapped and gifted another shot at the title versus the englishman leon rocky edwards pj i know this is something you've been waiting for for a hot minute now so why don't you give us the breakdown on how these two men are coming together this saturday night yeah i mean as everybody knows leon edwards arguably has the greatest knockout, at least comeback knockout, in mixed martial arts history with the uh, the Usman head kick, um, which is crazy because, you know, if that fight goes one more minute, history of this division is completely, mm-hmm. completely different. We were one minute away from, you know, maybe Usman's champ, maybe Colby's champ, maybe Hamza, maybe Hamza's champ, maybe mm-hmm. Bilal is champ. <laughs> but, uh, no, we have Leon Edwards because not only did he get the – Head kick in the fifth round. He then dominated Usman in the third fight. And uh, then Colby took care of the uh, street Judas. Nobody cares about him anymore. Um, <laughs> Not like yeah, it sucks. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, yeah, I would, I would say this is mostly Colby keeping himself relevant with his mouth and his antics. I mean, according to him, I don't know if I believe or, dis- or don't believe him, but he has been saying he's been asking to fight. For everyone, he said he wanted to fight Hamzat. He said he wanted to fight Bilal, I think. And he, well, no, he doesn't want to fight Bilal, actually. Bilal's racist for different reasons. For different reasons, <laughs> but he did say he wanted to fight Hamzat, and it never ended up happening. But you know, he, he waited out, and now he's got himself a title shot. And Colby's definitely, what is he? He's probably my 
third or fourth favorite. I don't think one and two for me are ever going to change yeah. with being, you know, one and two, Connor yeah. and Oliveira. Those are probably never going to change. Yeah. I'd say three and four is definitely Sugar Sean and Colby. Sugar. Um, Sugar the booger. <laughs> Dude, don't act like you weren't. Don't act like you weren't rooting for him to knock out well, Aljo Poopstain because Stein. he was fighting the archetype of fighter that I like the least. So yeah, no, that's fair. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. Now we got Colby versus Leon. I'm hyped. I'm ready to run through a wall right now. We're ta- already talking about Tony. Tony already makes me want to run through a wall. If he wins, oh my goodness. Oh. Yeah, no, we have some great personalities. This The press conference actually goes down, I think, in a couple hours. Yeah, I'm going to have to get back and watch that. Well, it's a shame that I don't get to watch Kobe Cup. I, uh, Ian Gary's name will be brought up at least once by oh, Kobe yeah, Cup. Oh, yeah, 100%. If not, the reporters will bring it up, and Colby will get it, and uh, maybe oh, even Tony. You, you'll just see the, the freaking smile across his face. His, I'm sorry. You, can see, you, may, you don't have to like him. <laughs> That little smirk he does does. is the funniest thing in mixed martial arts. It's after he says something that he knows is ridiculous, and he does a little smirk. Remember when he called uh, John Morgan flabby butt, and he literally just sits (laughs) there. Push-ups, flabby butt. (laughs) Give me ten. And then after after the fight, when John Morgan was trying to ask him fights, and he goes, I I needed those push-ups, John. (laughs) And then he goes, thank you, thank you. That, he is... I'm uh, sorry. One of the bigger reasons, I think Colby Covington, I mean, he doesn't get finishes quite like the fans would like him to, but in terms of just, I think, an exciting fighter, the pace he puts on is quite ridiculous. And he also fights, I'd say, he says it himself, his natural weight class doesn't mm-hmm. really cut too much weight. Um, but mostly, I will say, I admit, I like him because I think he's the funniest guy in the UFC. And the fact that it's, I think it's funnier that it's all a character. Like, he, everyone, mm-hmm. that like he always... People have always said it. He says, I mean, you, you saw after he fought Usman the second time. Yeah. He showed him love at the end, even though he acts like he hates him. Even to this day, he still acts like he hates him. Yeah. But he's a character. He's a great guy. Um, he's a great guy. I don't know if I say he's a great guy. I think, okay, when he's not in his UFC character, I, I really believe he's a great guy. Well, Jake, didn't you say, didn't you tell me you knew somebody who knew Kobe Covington from, like, high school? Oh, no. I I know one of my best friends absolutely dominated Colby six to ten times in high school wrestling. Really? And, and it wasn't close. Wow. Oh, yeah. One of the uh, – I'm from the great state of Washington. Obviously, Colby coming out of Oregon. And um, uh, one of my best friends, his name is Brandon Sitch. And uh, anyone that's familiar with wrestling, I could go, I could go on a whole podcast, uh, series about oh, yeah. Brandon Sitch and how great of a wrestler he is. I uh, looked up but, Brandon Sitch and immediately Brandon Sitch wrestling came up. Oh man. He, he was, cause, cause there, uh, not to take up too much time, but there was a time wrestling has changed now, right? There's flow wrestling, flow grappling, oh, the yeah. tournaments, there's the, there's the beat the streets and they, they got a lot more events, right? Well, back you know, 2003, four, five, six, there was a tournament in Fargo, North Dakota, and that was the tournament for mm-hmm. freestyle and Greco-Roman wrestling. Really? And every year, every summer, it was because there was the high school season, but in the summer was the freestyle and Greco battle royale in Fargo, North Dakota. And uh, Brandon Sitch one year won freestyle and Greco in the same weekend. Wow. And, uh, wow. He had a he. I mean, he in that weekend he beat a gentleman by the name of John Reeder, who went on to win a NCAA national championship for Iowa State. I believe at one seventy four. Yeah. And wow. um, and 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 Brandon, unfortunately, uh, his career was cut short due to a severe injury wrestling. But he yeah. would have been Brandon would have been battling for an Olympic team spot on the two thousand eight team and he he could have tried out for both he would have scrapped for freestyle and greco yeah and honestly he he probably would have made the free uh greco uh team and freestyle would have been a tougher one i know ben askren was on that team oh yeah so you know he would have had he would have had some real tough scraps to get get that weight at freestyle but man greco he was just as good and so so in high school colby and brandon wrestled i mean six ten twelve times i can't get an exact number out of him but it was never close i mean brandon whooped him but that's just high school wrestling of That's course crazy, yeah. uh 
I would love to hear Colby speak on that, though, because uh, recently, an interview he did this week, he did speak about high school a little bit. And, and he did, he wasn't yeah. the I best. He wasn't, he wasn't the most talented, but he, he is a, he is a, he's one of those examples of, hey, he wasn't the most talented, but he kept working. Yeah, he never yeah, gave yeah, up. I agree. That's not a character there. That is true. That yeah, is that's all true. true. Yeah. That is, I mean, look at him. He, the guy works hard. Yeah. There's no getting around it. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I, I, I just, uh, I gotta say, Colby is not my favorite character by any means. But uh, as a fighter, I, I gotta respect him. But man, Leon, what he did with Usman, I mean, that that that's that's the most legendary thing. And, mm-hmm, and yeah. uh, just to give a short prediction, I'm gonna go with Leon's gonna figure out how to win, mm-hmm. probably by decision. Yeah, I uh, I'm, I'm of that same sentiment, Jake. Um, I think uh, Leon from from those two championship fights he had versus Usman, he's just grown a lot. I I thought the cardio was going to be a problem for him in his last Usman fight, because in the one that he ended up winning by knockout, he was kind of just getting get he kind of just gassed out. But I think it probably was the altitude because they were fighting in Salt Lake. And uh, the, the gas tank definitely didn't look like a problem versus Usman. I mean, without him being deducted a point for the fence grab, that decision's not even close, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, like, he would have he would have won that fight handedly, like, uh, four rounds to one, I believe, yeah. if it wasn't for the fence grab. And uh, Kobe, you he know, he's fought Usman twice as well, and, and we know how that's gone for him. Um, he likes to say that he thinks he took the fight out of Usman. It's a possibility. I mean, maybe it wasn't the same Usman um, going against Rocky as it was when it, going against Kobe Covington. Um, but I still think just like this, Leon striking is just so smooth. I mean, one of the few fighters I actually like watching their pad work. I mean, everything's so tight, so smooth. It looked He looked great versus Usman. Um, the takedown defense, he uses the cage well. The only thing is, I mean... The only thing, the, the factor that it, against all fighters that Kobe Covington face, faces is just how, how are they going to handle that pace that he puts on them. Um, it's not the first takedown. It's not the second takedown. It's the third takedown, the fourth takedown shot. I mean, he just shoots over and over and over. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if Leon can handle that. I think he'll be able to. I think he'll... I think he can really beat Kobe Covington up to the body and kind of take that gas out of him. Um... Because Kobe's himself is not somebody who who catches body kicks and gets takedowns and trips in, in the middle of the octagon. He kind of uses the fence to his advantage. But in a similar way, Leon uses the fence to keep himself up. So um, I think Leon can can stay up most of the fight. And I think on the feet, I mean, it's a no contest for Leon um, personally. But PJ, I'm sure you're you're itching to give your prediction. I'm going well, Leon. I'm going Leon. Honestly, I'm going Leon fourth round TKO. I think he beats him really? up to the body. Body wow. kicks. I think he beats him up to the body. Head opens up. I wouldn't be surprised if he bops him, gets him out of there. Interesting. I uh, also wanted to point out that Usman. You, you see, Usman gave his prediction. Mm-hmm. On he he think he does. He's fought both men a total of five times between the two, uh, three with Leon, two yeah. with Colby, and he said that he thinks Colby is going to win. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, my yeah. thing here is, I think Leon. I think Leon's path to victory is he gets Colby out of there early, like you said. Maybe he hits the body a couple times, and he lands a similar head kick that he did on Usman, maybe something like that. But I ultimately, I, I think this is the same Leon who gassed out against the older and old Nate Diaz and literally was finished by him. But <laughs> instead of Nate Diaz going for the crazy upset, he decided to give him the birds. <laughs> the point. The point. That's so frustrating. Uh, we, watched, did. we watched that together. I know. In my basement, yeah. we were like, uh, "What are you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. But, I could uh, rewatch that over and over and over. I think Colby can steal steal three rounds with his just like you said the instant. It might be boring for some people, but just the constant pressure and the constant shots and takedowns. I think Leon's gonna get. My prediction is Leon will gas out, and I'm gonna. Gonna go Colby and New by UD um, to end the year of 2023. But I'll be be heartbroken. That is what I want. Uh I'll be heartbroken if he loses. But like I said, I don't really, I'm not gonna lie, I don't really like Leon Edwards at all. But I respect him. He is one of the smoothest strikers ever that at least I've ever watched since I started watching. And like you said, um, his pad work is also electric, and he's never been finished ever mm-hmm. in his in his mixed martial arts career. But I think what a card to end twenty twenty three. I agree. Gonna be. I agree. So just to give the brief rundown, 
Um, I'm going Josh Emmett, third round TKO. Tony Ferguson, UD. Shavkat, second round sub. Pantoja, second round sub. Leon Edwards, fourth round TKO. Right, yeah, what do I, I got? I also have Emmett, third round TKO. Patty, UD, Shavkat, um... I say second round sub, I believe. Mm -hmm. Yes. Pantoja, uh, third round sub, and Colby, UD. I like it. What about you, Jake? Just to give the recap of your five main event. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll do a recap, and then I wanted to add just a quick note. But uh, I would say I, I went Emmett, uh, submission. Uh, Tony via ketchup sandwich, Dr. Savage. Shavkat by submission. And Pantoja uh, was third round TKO. Yeah. And I think I, I just wanted to add about the Colby Leon fight. I think it's going to be one of those absolute scraps like Usman and Colby. I think it will be a great fight. Um, I think it's a coin toss. I really do think it's a, a coin flip. But I'm giving I'm giving Leon the benefit of the doubt, and I think he can pull it off. I think he's um he, he's it, obviously every guy's a different type of fighter. Um. And I just think he's a little, he's obviously not as wrestling heavy as Usman, right? And his striking is just a little more fluid. He's longer. I think, um, and the cardio doesn't seem to be a problem. He probably hasn't been pushed nearly like no. uh, Usman has been pushed. So I got to I, I, I gotta go Leon by uh, split decision. I think it's going to be that good of a fight. They yeah, just split. I'm throwing my shoes at the TV. I'm going to be so pissed. Yeah, I'm saying split. For Leon, I, I don't. I don't. Um, I, I can be see that in a fight won. like this. I could no. absolutely see that. I could see. That I, I I can where, see. You know, well. like maybe maybe Kobe comes and gets three minutes of ground control, but in two minutes, you know, Leon Edwards dices then, him on the feet. Leon tags yeah, him, sure, so, and it comes yeah. down to one round. That's yeah. what it did with the uh, with the Usman fights. I mean, yeah. I, he got finished in the first one, but, but going. One. Yeah, I was looking at the uh, scorecards. That going, fight should have been a draw to me. That second fight, I thought yeah. that was a draw. Yeah, yeah, uh, draw. I, I could have seen it go either way. I wouldn't have been bummed if it was Colby. I wouldn't have been bummed if it was a draw. Yeah, because yeah. uh, the I, difference the maker in that fight was just Colby was a little too so, scared yeah. of Kamaru's power at the beginning. Yeah, and at the and when the the later yeah. rounds picked up, Colby made it ugly yeah. and scrappy, and he was hitting. Yeah. He had Usman wobbled yeah, quite a, a few times. times. Oh, I, I I watched both those fights like yeah. five times each. The first one is electric. Yeah, every time I watch the oh, second yeah. fight now, I'm always like 10-9 Usman, 10-8 Usman, and then the last three I think are all Covington. Um, yeah, they would yeah. just hate to have a draw. But he's America's champ. He's the people's champ. Yeah. No, just, <laughs> I just want to see him get the belt. I just want to see him get, get the belt, and he goes, he does the signature, what? <laughs> he always does that. Uh, <laughs> what did you think? What did you, uh, I, I meant to ask you this, what did you make of him uh, talking about your boy LeBron James? I mean, those are two of your favorite yeah, athletes. I don't know if that's, <laughs> I don't know if that's real or not. I'm, I'm so, what do you mean you don't know if that's real? Dude, he says so many things. It's like Bro, I just laugh at he him. He came back to the press conference to say that. He doesn't like him. What am I gonna do about it? Yeah, I like both of them. Yeah. I can't. I can't make them like each other. That's true. Colby has his own. Colby, he's well, in love. With, he's in love with Trump. He hates LeBron. He hates everybody else. Do you agree what he what he said about LeBron? I didn't really listen to it all that much. I don't like to listen to two of my favorite athletes slander one another. Well, LeBron didn't slander him, but yeah, it's whatever. Face the truth, bro. Can't make can't make uh, everyone like each other in this world. Can't we? I agree. No. I agree. Okay, uh, PJ, here's the question. Here. Who wins in the cage, LeBron versus Kobe? Oh, <laughs> that's a phenomenal question. Um, We're talking about 6'8", what, 260? Yeah. LeBron? No, that's yeah. A, yeah, something <laughs> yeah. like that. Yeah, I don't I don't know about that one. That would be quite interesting. I would have to favor Kobe, obviously, but who knows? LeBron is a uh, superhuman athlete. That'd be, that'd be quite the— uh, You think you'd take him down? I, I mean, yeah. if he takes him down, it's over. I just think Colby's technique. I I, I don't know. Yeah, he's taking. I mean, Colby's got on. the technique. I don't even know why. I don't even know actually know why I'm pondering this. I think like 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 people <laughs> yeah. like people often say though. I think if they're in a in a in a phone booth, I think LeBron might have a chance. But if there's space. Oh, Colby's like, gonna be. Yeah. Colby's gonna catch in him in an octagon. Yeah, yeah. he's Colby. See, yeah. He's seeing everything LeBron's throwing at him. LeBron's not gonna want to go forward. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, that fights that fights over in one round. Yeah, yeah. LeBron does flop a lot in the NBA, so yeah, it could be over in thirty would. seconds that one. But yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I can't make all my favorite athletes like each other, but that's I still fair. love them. That's fair. That's fair. 
All right, man. So, yeah, man, action-packed, action-packed weekend this week. I cannot yeah. wait. Great uh, end Jake, of the year. Jake Paul fights tomorrow, apparently. And didn't yeah, even realize. he does. <laughs> didn't realize that, but good for him. Um, I I mean, he, he, he's... Uh, He's fighting real contenders now, so yeah, good for I, him. I, I respect it. What, what's the dude's name again? I forgot. Uh, August or something like that. Andre August. Yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's a big dude. Good for him. One ninety nine. He made weight today. Uh, maybe he'll start fighting some real fighters after this. Um, but yeah, after that, you know, that all being said, Jake, you got anything you want to add um, before we sign off here today? I'll give a prediction on that Jake Paul fight. He's he's fighting a gentleman who hasn't fought in like 10, 12 years. Uh, he's I heard real contenders, and then we don't even know his name. I'm not a, I'm not a fan of the Piss Brothers myself. I think that fight. <laughs> I think that fight gets 200 pay per view buys, and no one cares. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, that my, fight's getting no, that until fight. like a couple days ago. That's I didn't even hater, know. <laughs> that's my hater prediction. But. Uh, on a, on a better note for martial arts, uh, Anthony Pettis and Benson Henderson I saw are that. doing a combat combat karate fight, I believe, tomorrow oh, in Vegas as really? well. Yeah, I, I did not that. know that. So yeah. my attention will be on that. Yeah, the, yeah Benson Henderson. I, I've been meaning to watch one of those com- combat karate yeah. cars. They look pretty sick. I, uh, they got George involved. They've got yeah, Wonder Boys yeah, down know, a little yeah. bit for them. Yeah, I know that. You they know, get maybe those they two get Chuck shows. Norris out there. Let's oh, go. Oh, that'd be sick. Yeah, karate, karate combat. It's a really cool concept, I think, because it's all it's kind of based off of point point fighting. But the guys are trying to finish each other. I like like the structure that they use. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I I didn't realize I was going down tomorrow. I'll probably tune in for that. Um, I could be wrong, but they were just on Era Hawani talking about it. And I could have swore they said it was going down Friday night. Oh, sweet, sweet. But, but yeah. Thanks for, that, thanks for the heads up on that one, bro. Um, but yeah, Jake, big ups to you, bro, for coming in. I know uh, something we've been talking about for a minute now. I mean, I remember when I met you on the plane. I didn't, you know, I'm not one to bring up my own podcast, so I never brought up my podcast to you. But uh, I knew, I knew yeah. that I had a potential interview, inter- interview ready to go with with you and your extensive knowledge. And uh, you know, I remember I told you there. Uh, while I was on the plane, and I'll tell you again, it's not often you come across people. Uh, it's not often me and PJ come yeah, across people who, one, uh, are, are MMA fans, but two, just know so much. I mean, you knew, I mean, especially the stuff that, like, before me and PJ became fans, like, in the early days of MMA, you just knew so much and had a lot, like, cool stories, like, about your buddy, you know, wrestling Kobe Covington, fighting on the same card as uh, yeah, that's crazy. as Ricky Simone. And, and trust me, PJ, as you can see, we were talking for, like, two hours on the plane. So he told me a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. So I'd definitely love to have you on the podcast again sometime soon so we could talk a little bit more. But, uh, yeah, I appreciate you uh, coming in. Um, uh- I thank you guys. I couldn't thank you enough. It was a, it was a pleasure, and uh, I apologize for the technical difficulty, awkward intro there. I just, uh, I, I had my headphones in, ready to go, my ringer on, and I had two missed calls. I'm like, my phone didn't even ring. What's going uh, on? What's going on? It's, it's all good, right, bro. Look at hour and six minutes yep. later, we're here. Yeah. <laughs> we are here. Uh, um, right. What that then? Uh, I think that about wraps it up. Thank you to everyone who tuned in yeah. today. Be sure to follow us on our show socials. I'm sure we'll post the predictions on TikTok, DJ. Are you going to actually give your predictions Dude, this time? I'll film All the right. video right now. Nice. <laughs> All right. We'll get yours as well. And yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Jake, once again. Pleasure uh, talking to you for the first time, actually. And uh, hopefully you can get another pod next year in uh, yeah. 2024. Oh, yeah. It's our last podcast of the year. So, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll see you guys next time. Uh, Anytime. Thank you, guys. Yeah. All right. Thank you. All right. Yeah. And see you guys later. Peace. See ya.